Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. Magic 108 FM and the quiet storm. Yes, the quiet storm. The music to get acquainted by. <laughs> You're not having anything to do with it, huh? <laughs> uh, years... The music to get acquainted by? <laughs> years ago. Oh, man, if I, told the... if I could tell this whole story on the air. Uh, years ago, when I met Linda O'Connor, who at the time was the general manager of Magic 108, and the story on Linda O'Connor was once upon a time, uh, matter of fact, I know this because I know somebody worked with her when she first got out of college and got her first job in radio, and she was very meek and mild. Like 10 years later, she became the general manager at Magic 108, and she had done this 180 transformation where she was like the dragon lady, and everybody was, uh, I don't know if I ever told you that the story, that first time I met her, I was doing my traffic network thing, first time I met her, um, she would never return my phone calls, and then one day her assistant calls me and says, uh, Linda would like to meet you, meet with you today or tomorrow. Would 10 o'clock be uh, acceptable? Yes, it would. I was, okay, we'll see you here at 10 o'clock. As I am ushered into his, her office, she stands up behind her desk, and she points at me, and she says, I just want you to know that I'm just one tough MF, and don't F with me. That's how I met her. <laughs> Well, she she laid down the, yes. the ground rules, didn't she? <laughs> right. It was like, and she ran Magic 108. And the reason I bring that up is she, with the time they were doing, this was something that was sweeping the country. I can't remember which station started, but it was called the the Quiet Storm. And they would play. They would have this guy, this and 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 a a a black gentleman with just this beautiful voice. Hi, I'm Joe, beautiful voice, and you're listening to the quiet storm and he would do these you know the the and and it was all this like slow slow jazz slow jam kind of stuff you know like almost like a lot of cool jazz kind of, it was all slow sort of and i won't say what linda called it but i called it get getting acquainted music if you know what i'm saying so anyway <laughs> if you know what i'm saying wink wink <laughs> that's a weird way to start off the show okay Air quotes it's 613 <laughs> Uh, it is BS in the morning. Uh, we are finishing up our first week. Actually, it's been a crazy week because our second show never materialized. Our third show was good. Our fourth show was cut short because I had to go to a meeting. So this has been sort of not the best week to kick off a new trimal cast between uh, Westplex 107.1, KSLQ, and uh, Crap 1350. But anyway, here we are. Uh, if you've listened to us for the first time, especially on KSLQ, our Crap 1350, I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Uh, together, we are BS in the morning. Get it? BS. B is in Brad. S is in Shelly. BS in the morning. And we are in the morning. And that's what we do. And what do we do here? We sit here and we talk. Uh, Shelly says weird stuff. I say weird stuff. Um, you know, we talk about things going on in the news. We talk about things going on in the community. We talk about great things that are happening, you know, like, for example, businesses that are growing and prospering because of the fact that things are going back to normal. Uh, we had our meeting yesterday with prospectors at Steve Kendrick's place, uh, shop around the corner in Washmo. Uh, incredible place. You ever been in there before? I have. Long time ago? I haven't since they, uh, 
since they've updated it, you know, they right. updated it like, I don't know, a year or two ago. Well, it's, it's, it's I have not been there since then. It's when, con- the last time I was there was when they had uh, food there. Right. It's constantly changing. And, yes, it is. It's it's an evolving place. Well, you know, anytime you're doing, you know, resale kind of stuff, you know, you have different product all the time. Uh, but the place is is beautiful. They, you know, it's it's clean, it's nice, it's welcoming. Um, and you know, some places. And I'm not trying to make this comment because I'm a guy that goes to, I'm a secondhand kind of guy. You know, <laughs> so I speak from experience that sometimes you go in these places. Like there used to be a place called Electronics Exchange, which was a pit. You know, and the guy who ran it, if he would have put, like, if he, you know, if, let's say, 10, one, he put no effort into the, the, the business, and 10 is the guy worked his butt off, okay? This was guy, this guy was, like, like at a point six. you know what I mean? I mean, and he could have been I making, see. he could have been making a ton of money, but the place was a, was a mess. Uh, I mean, literally, I can tell you a story. One day, I pulled up, and there was a trailer full of, God, I wish this was still the case. There was a trailer full of wire like, you know, spools of copper wire laying on mm-hmm. this trailer. And I said to him, hey, Bruce, how much is that? Wire? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. I don't, know. I don't, know. I don't even know what's out there. Well, it's a trailer. You know, it's right. You know, it's like, keep in mind, the front of his store where he sat, you know, somebody had this trailer was backed up against the front of the store. There was a plate glass window there, like a retail kind of lo- location. And he was sitting in his office, which was maybe eight feet away from this trailer and his back's to the trailer. He wouldn't even turn around and look out the window. And I go, what do you want for a spool? I don't know. I don't know. How about five bucks? I bought a five, a thousand foot spool of number 10 copper wire, you know, uh, uh, insulated, uh, you know, stranded copper wire that mm-hmm. I could throw that in the back of my car right now. Take it down to Valley Park to my favorite recycling place, which, by the way, I was there yesterday. I could take it down to Valley Park, and I would probably get $100 for it. You know what I mean? Because of the fact that copper's back up in price again. You know what I mean? And to, and even back in the day when I bought it, it was probably, you could have taken it to the recycling center and probably gotten 30 40 50 bucks. So he could have taken that trailer and taken it to a recycling place and made, I don't know, there were probably... A hundred spools of wire on their on the trailer probably made a couple thousand dollars, and he was so lazy he wouldn't even get up. Anyway, that's just the opposite of of shop around the corner because they do a great job. It's a great business. They're good. Yes, folks. and he's a, he's a good human too. Yeah, he's a good guy. And you know what? He gets the whole. You know, we're all pieces in the puzzle kind of thing. You know what I mean? He gets the idea that yes. in order for a community to ser- to strive and move forward, that. Everybody, you know, once again, it's like my stupid saying, as the tide rises, so do all boats. He gets that everybody, you know, that if, if everything goes right, and you're always going to have, you know, a boat for whatever reason that springs a leak and doesn't necessarily rise or maybe even sinks, unfortunately. But for the most part, you know, it's like the deal with us, like in the, the economy. You know, when, when, uh, when, you know, the COVID thing hit, you know, 14, 15, 16 months ago and the wheels fell off, you know, everybody was, was, was hurting. But now... Some people are just like doing gangbusters and other people are still hurting, which mm-hmm. is sort of sad. By the way, I'm going to do something. I've, I've, been, I've been, think, think, been thinking about this for a while and I very well may do it on, on Monday. What is it? Work the sign. I'm sorry? Work the sign. You know what I'm saying? Work the sign? Work the sign. 
I don't know what that means. We've talked about it before. You don't remember me using that phrase? That's what the guys call it when they do it. The guys, mostly guys, every once in a while see a gal. You stand on the exit ramp of the interstate and you got the sign, you're working the sign, you know, and you're asking for, you know, asking for people. You are not going to do that. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna make no, a, you're not. I'm gonna make a sign, and I'm gonna go out. On, I I got a couple places all picked out, and I think you know. And quite honestly, I think that with what I'm gonna do, I think I've made make social media. I think I I think I could make it on one of the local news. I think I could make it on Channel Five. The Channel Five crew would come out and and see what I'm doing, and I would be on six o'clock news. So you're gonna make me wait till the news. Either that or, or when the police come and arrest me. <laughs> well, they can't. Well, there's that. Remember, they can't do that anymore. Remember that guy in South County got $150,000. Remember that? No. We talked about that. The guy kept getting arrested because he was working the sign. He was panhandling on some 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 place down on, I think it was down on Tesson Ferry or something like that. Some place down in South County. And they kept arresting and arresting and arresting. And finally, he, he an attorney... The the guy's name the guy's has the worst I mean the the not the worst the best name the guy's name is the attorney's name is Beavis Shock that's his name I'm thinking to myself man that's a name Beavis, Beavis Shock. Shock yeah that's his name Beavis Shock and and he took the guy's case and not only did he get the law thrown out I think he got the guy one hundred fifty thousand dollars the county's got to pay him one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Uh, St. Louis County does for for harassment and illegal imprisonment and false arrest and stuff like that because of the fact that that they essentially what the deal was it was a First Amendment case. The guy was essentially exercising his free speech by standing there and saying you know saying hey look I need money, and, and essentially you know the county got their wrists slapped on this that that stuff. You know I mean I'm I'm I've been fat you know and quite honestly. There's a guy, there's a place where I'm almost every day, in, in the course of my day, almost every day I get off of this exit ramp, and at some point in time, there's one of about three guys there working the sign, and every day I give, whoever it is, I give them money. Most of the time it's a buck, sometimes it's five, depending on how much money I have with me, okay? And I always ask the guy, and, I, and he always, the one guy always says the same thing. I said, Hi, hey man, how you doing today? I'm fine. How much money are you making? Well, I might make $20 today. I was thinking to myself, yeah, right. I don't believe that. <laughs> he might make... Especially when you figure if somebody passes by, that's at least a buck. Well, you know, and, and you know what? You know what's interesting about it is? If you talk, to, if you talk to the social workers, and I have a, a social worker, I think you know who I'm talking about, who used to do some business with us here at the radio station. And she's not necessarily into this, but most of the social workers will say, the worst thing you can do is give them money. Now, you know what's sad about that? Think about that in general, okay? You know people right now who are hurting, okay? And I'm not talking they're working the sign on, on one of the exit ramps. They're not doing well in life because, you know, let's say that they were, they were like in the food industry, you know, and let's say they lived in St. Louis County and, and Sam Page and all the restaurants closed down and they, they were a waiter or a waitress and they were not doing well, okay? Let's say you have 10 of those people, okay? Nine of those people, if you... If you went up, you called them up and said, hey, man, I know it's been tough for you. I'm going to drive by. I'm, I'm going to drop off a little care package for you. And let's say you drove, you know, drove by their place and you gave them some food and you dropped them like a $100 bill. Okay? Nine of those people would do well with what you gave them and take care of that money. The tenth person would be at the boat 
are would be you know buying dope or whatever. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. And and essentially, most of the social workers say if you give those people money, it won't help them because they're 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 mostly alcoholics or druggies, and you're just you're just making the situation worse. How can you say that? I don't that? think that it's alcohol and druggies. I think it's more of a well, no. But, um, I mean, I'm not saying that's not the case, but I'm just saying it's more of. Um, I, I don't really know what the, na- the the word would be for it, but addiction, mental illness, or you know, or, or mental illness, yes. Well, but but once again, you know, like Howard Stern used to always say, money fixes everything. If you're rich like he, he he's is, also making a bazillion go- dollars. And he's so not even working. He's going to say that. He took the summer off. He took. The, I mean, I'm going like he's only working three. He's down to three days a week, and he takes the summer off. I'm disappointed in that. I mean, I I really. It's like with the situation here locally. Guy Phillips, you know, when he was still working, he he went down. He didn't work Fridays. Frank opinion, didn't work Fridays. Guys, the radio business works like this. You work either Monday through Friday or you work the weekend shifts. Or in some cases, you work both if you're trying to get some money. You know, and the way, the reason for that is that radio is a lifestyle medium. That we're talking to people right now who get up every day, Monday through Friday, and go to work. For the most part, except their dentists, because the dentists are sleeping in this morning because they don't work on Fridays, which I don't understand, but that's a whole other story. But the point being is that the radio business has to mimic the lifestyle of most most of our listeners, that they work in M through F. They're Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, 8 to 5ers, construction workers, you know, 7 to 3, whatever it is, you know, that kind of thing. I get that there's some jobs that aren't 9, that aren't, you know, aren't Monday through Friday, police and firefighters, and they work different shifts and different, you know, their week may be, you know... Wednesday through Sunday, I get it. But the majority of people work Monday through Friday. Schools are open Monday through Friday. The banks are open Monday through Friday. The government opens, offices are open Monday through Friday. That's the way it is. And the radio business should mimic that because that's who we're playing to. So when you work three days a week and then you take two off, then you decide to take the summer off and you're making $500 million, I got a problem with that. I just do. You know what I'm saying? I do. First I off, know exactly what you're saying. I'm jealous as hell. <laughs> That's and what, I'm not going to take it anymore. <laughs> right. That's part of the problem. That's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's BS in the Morning. Uh, by the way, our web address is bsinthemorning.show. Uh, that's for our morning show. The station addresses are westplex1071.com, ksoq.com, and crap.website. Those are all. You didn't even know that website existed, did you? I did not. Crap.website. That's our official. <laughs> funny. Because I have people that say, you know, I've run into people, it's, that's not a real radio station. You're making that up. I go, no, it's not. I, yes, it is. It is a real radio station. And if you go to, I don't have my phone with me. I can't do it right now. But if you go to the crap.website, the first thing it says, yes, we are an officially licensed radio station licensed by the FCC on the special frequency of 1350. Did you know that's, that 1350 is a special frequency? There's only so many people that have that frequency in the entire country. And we, and we had to fight for it. We had to fight for that frequency. I had to get. Well, you had to fight for the name. I had to get in a in a in a in a tub of jello with three women and fight for that name. Uh huh. Six twenty six. It is in six twenty six. Westplex one hundred seven point one. There's a song, another song that we play in this radio station. I guarantee you will hear on no other radio station in the St. Louis area. Probably no other radio station in the in the country. 
Guy, you know the story. Matter of fact, I think you forwarded that to me, didn't you? I did, yes. Guy sent me an email, nice email, just sort of like Harlow sent me an email. Hey, this guy was a manager of a group, and he says, hey, we think these guys are good. We'd like to have this song played on the radio. I said, send me the song. He sent me the song. I liked it. It's a group called Four Minutes Later. They go by the uh, also the uh, sort of the, the, I guess, abbreviation of the, the number 4ML, 4ML, Four Minutes Later, and it's called In My Head. And the other day, I was playing it, and Shelly called... What song is that where you were playing when it's got the, got the guitar solo in it? Because think about it. We don't have guitar I solos. I said the guitar riff. The guitar, well, whatever it is. I mean, that's you know, what it was. It was like, but I'm like, oh my gosh. Once upon a time, back in the day, if you listen to Journey, what'd you always hear in a song? You always hear guitar riff, guitar solo, oh, right? Yes, you did. And I most, most pop music, you go back like 10, 20, 30 years, you heard that. Now it's... Because it's all it's all beats, it's all samples, it's all loops. That's all it is. And those guys actually play instruments. Anyway, four minutes later, the downside to it is I'm a little bit upset with the guy because of the fact that I told him I said, "Look, I've already checked. This song is not on Shazam. You need to get it on Shazam." Remember we had we had Harlow on. She had it on yep, list. You yep. know, I asked her that. She said, "How'd you do that? Well, when you when you do this, you do this, and you 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 hit." click this button and it puts it on Shazam. Okay, great. She know how to do it. Why doesn't this night guy know how to do it? Anyway, maybe I, I'll check with him. You know, I should have tried it again. When it was playing, I should have tried to Shazam it. I Shazam stuff. Why didn't you do that? Because I was busy working on the, the Shelly project, which I just finished, which I'll talk about next hour. Oh, my goodness. That <laughs> yeah. always scares me. Yes, I bought you a domain. Whenever I have my own project name, re- re- it's re- never, ever easy. <laughs> Remember yesterday, I said I was going to buy you a domain, and I got it. <laughs> I bought it. It's so funny. Wait till you hear what it is. I'll Brand. unveil it. I'll unveil it next hour. <laughs> Dead, murdered, stabbed. Just no. saying. <laughs> <laughs> Which so so that's me. You're gonna I, please don't stab me because that's a slow death. If you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna do something, if you're gonna kill me, shoot me or run me over with a truck or something like that where it's real quick. You know what I mean? So I don't suffer. <laughs> I don't want to bleed out. I just want to like you know you know like like blink and I'm gone. You know, I'm that's... gonna put you in a pen with all your ex girlfriends. Wow! Listen to you. Even the ones from <laughs> now the, that would be funny. The ones from high school. You know what? If you dated Brad, you're in a pen. You know, it's funny. I, I, you know, I, I go back. You know, you know, it's really weird. I go back and look at some because my my class is the world's worst class. My class, I won't say what class it is because nobody believed me when I tell them I graduated from the class of '63. But the class of '64 has this huge Facebook group, and it's the people that when I was a senior was a junior, and I, you know, obviously I knew quite a few of those women, and. I'm blown away about how many of them have been married like three and four times. I'm going like, what is this? You know what I mean? Is that a deal breaker with you? No, no, I just don't. I, I'm, I'm going like, you know, if you, if you don't get it right, you know, it's sort of like Larry King. He was like, like you know, and even when we met my ex-boss, remember, remember when we met Ron Grubb? Yeah, you met him for I the lo- first I time. Him. And I said, very nice man. And I said to him, hey, Ron. What wife is this for you? And he says, my last. Well, turned out that was the case because unfortunately he died a couple of years ago. But that yes, was that did. was that was wife number eight for him. Wife number eight. I mean, wife wife number eight. So you're saying that's wife number eight? Well, I mean, don't you like to the point where isn't it like you know that would be like 
that would be like let's say let's say you were in business and you went bankrupt eight times wouldn't you start to say I don't think being in business is a good idea for you you know what I mean like or or like if you if you if like you had a house and it flooded eight times wouldn't you say I think it's time to sell that house Yes, or, or, uh, yes, I would. Or, you know, or, or I don't think you should ever buy a house again. Or if you had a car and you, you know, like in the span of eight years, you had eight accidents with that car, would you say, I think you should get a, you know, a, a, like a discount account with Uber and I think somebody needs to be driving you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you get divorced, if you're married eight times and you look at someone like, like Larry King, you know, matter of fact, I don't know if you know this or not, but. I listened to I listened to um, George Norrie. Matter of fact, I don't, who? George, you don't know who George Norrie is, don't you? I, I do not. George know. Norrie is the is used to be in St. Louis. He, matter of fact, it's interesting. George Norrie has a fascinating career. Uh, went to college, grew up in Michigan. Went to college, uh, became went in the Navy. Was a naval officer. I think he was like a lieutenant commander or something like that. Uh, then he got out of the he he went into uh, television business. Became very good at. Became like one of the youngest news directors in the country. Was 28 years old. Was a news director at big station in Minneapolis. Came down here to St. Louis. Was the news director Channel Five. Hired, hired Karen Foss put Channel 5 on the map, you know, made them into a powerhouse as far as news is concerned. Then he got fired, and he went over to KTRS, and he did a nighttime show called The Nighthawk, and then he started filling in for Art Bell, and now they just renewed his contract again, and he's the guy that does Coast to Coast AM, you know, where he does the night show from midnight to 5 o'clock, midnight to 4 o'clock. It's on, it's on 97.1. And he's, That's a long shift. He's a fascinating guy, he's, he, and he's super sharp. And anyway, he they still do like if you know remember the Art Bell they used to do all the crazy stuff, you know like yes. what they call remote viewing and and you know UFOs ufology and stuff like that. But he talked about they had a guest on there the other day that talked about that if you're on the radio, you can channel people, and you can actually have, you know, and he said because he says he's done this before on his show, where someone who's no longer with us, if you if you think real hard. And you say the right thing, and if you if you have your listeners, and everybody has to be on board with this, so you have to think real hard about this. I'm going to give you guys' name in a minute, and we're going to bring them back from the dead. And all our listeners out there, all the listeners, all three of you, since now we have one for each radio station, all three of our listeners out there, I want you to think Larry King. And all of us together are going to think Larry King. And if we do this... Like it's like in unison, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it right now, Larry King, Larry King, Larry King, and George said that if you do this enough, you can raise these people from the dead. Let's do, uh, I, let's try it again, Larry King. Are you, come on, say it with me, shall we? Larry King. Larry King. We are t- together. Okay, on three. One, two, three. Larry King. Larry King. One more time. We got to be together. One more time. L- Larry Larry King. King. Okay, on three. One, two, three. Larry Larry King. King. You're a little bit behind her. One more time. One. I'm not going to do it anymore, Brad. One, two, three. Larry King. If we do it enough, he'll come back from the dead and he'll speak to he'll us. He'll come back from the dead anyway. His, all you have to do is press the button. He'll speak to <laughs> us. He'll make it happen. He'll speak to us. I had prostate problems that were driving me nuts. Yes. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> from the dead, his prostate still bothers him. <laughs> That's bad. It's, it's bad when you're dead and your prostate still bothers you. 
<laughs> are we being was dis- that the Shelley project? <laughs> no, are we being disrespectful or what? <laughs> Very. Oh, we're being disrespectful. No, I, you, yes, we are. I think Larry King was married nine times. Nine times. I liked him. Well, he he was somebody that loved to be in love. You know, this, there are people that are oh like that. God. They love to be in love. Oh no, they want they no, like to have a significant not other it. person they, in their life, and they want to make it legal. They just can't be alone. People do that. They just can't be alone. They can't that's be alone. That's not true. They can't be alone. That's what it is. That has nothing to do with being alone. Has nothing to do with it. it has to do with being in love. So there. I disagree with you one hundred percent. I know lots of people who are married because they don't want to be alone, and they and they don't necessarily even they. You know, I've had people admit to me, "Well, I don't really love my wife, but you know, I I needed somebody to cook me breakfast." I mean, I've had jerkazoid guys say that. Now, whether or not they really mean that or not, but you know, I mean, once again, it's and and you know what? I think it's worse. I think women can be on their own. It's men that can't. It's men that can't be. That's on their true. Own. That is that is true. I mean, women, you know, there's all sorts of women, you know, that, that, you know, are very successful, live by themselves, you know, have their own house, you know, do very well for themselves. They don't, you know, they don't need no, matter of fact, you know, that I own that domain name. Did I ever tell you that? I don't need no stinking man. <laughs> you don't need no stinking man. Dot com. <laughs> I had an idea for that domain, which didn't work out. But anyway, yeah, you don't need no stinking man. man and, and I'm sincere about that. Women, you don't need no stinking man. Women. Listen to me, Shelly. You don't need no stinking man. Uh huh. <laughs> yes, in the morning, Westplex one hundred seven point one KSOQ. I can get myself in trouble and say Sam Smith. I like that him. Can you say that? No, because he says he doesn't like pronouns. You can't. He does. He's he's not the pronoun person. You can't. I, which once again, I don't get. I don't understand that. I just don't understand that whole thing. But what do I know? Okay, so Shelly... So how was your non-birthing person's day? That was like a couple weeks ago. If I, told, I know, but I never asked you. If I told you the story of what happened on my non-birthing person's, non-birthing person's day, which is, for, the, for you old fogies, that's like my mom used to always say, that guy's an old fogey. And, and little did my mom know she was the old fogey, but that's a whole, a whole other story. Um, <laughs> anyway, if I told you what happened on my non-birthing person's day... I don't want to tell the story because I'll embarrass one of my kids. It was That has never stopped you before. Oh no, in this case I won't do it because this this is embarrassing for him and I would not talk about this. Okay. Yeah, just not going to talk about. It. Okay, you uh, when we're uh, between between songs, Shelly and I talk back and forth and we discuss the uh, you know the futures market for cotton and things like that, and we discuss uh, you know uh, how the uh, b- uh, how you know certain stocks are up you know thirty two basis points. We talk very important stuff, and you got an email from a listener. What I did <laughs> read the read the email. So Joe, Joe, he says, "Hey Shelley, enjoy the show, especially walking early in the morning." He probably meant waking. Love the exchange between you and Brad. My only problem is I'm not quite sure what time you folks come on. I, it's usually hit and miss. I've looked online but can't find a time. Maybe I'm not looking smart, uh, close enough. Anyway, keep it going. Thanks, Joe. Okay, part of that problem is that our big debut. Brad's never on time. No, our big debut show was Monday, and then Shelley couldn't do the show on Tuesday, which I totally understand. And then Wednesday, we did a whole show. And then yesterday, we did half a show because I had to go to a meeting. So out of five days, if we finish today, we'll have done three. What is that percentage-wise? What is that, 
we're 60 percent far yeah because you know yeah 20 40 60 80 100 yeah we're 60 percent this week so next week we gotta we gotta strive for 100 percent and we, st- we do we start we do. at six and o'clock. joe let's first of all Thank you so yeah. much for actually reaching out to me because everybody reaches out to Brad and nobody reaches out to Shelly. Well, they uh, they reach out to me to complain, see, because they they like you, but they complain to me. You know, people go, you know, I'm, you know, I I reach you some of the stuff that people send me. It's to the point where it's like, you know, you know, I've gotten to a point where where um, I really should watch myself because I'm really trying to be a positive person and I'm not trying to say negative things about anybody you know including brian richardson i'm trying to be a positive guy and trying to you know put out you know the positive vibes and but yet some people that's what we do no but some people when you do that they're going like okay like uh i don't i I think you're kidding me no you're you're a really nice person i like you a lot well no no tell me what you really think that's what i think you know if are they get mad if you compliment them you know like we did that for those of you listening on ksoq we did this what about a year ago where it's an experiment I went to a chamber, a chamber of commerce meeting, an O'Fallon Chamber of Commerce meeting. What was and it? I told him specifically, word for word, verbatim, what to say. I went up to Go women. On. I went up to women, and I say, "Wow, you look attractive today." That's not what I said to say. And what did you What did you say to say? You look really nice today. And I had one woman who got mad at me because he's because he didn't say what I told him to say. Well, but. You know, if, if 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 a woman came up to me and said, I said, wow, you look great today, I would go like, are you sure you're talking to me? You know, I mean, okay, was... <laughs> again, that's not what you said. But You didn't say great. You I... said attractive. There's what, a difference. What's wrong with that? Don't, don't all women want to look attractive? Yes, but that's more, I, you know, I sat here and thought about this. I, I don't know if it's because it's more interpersonal that when you say attractive or it's gotten more of an action towards it but when you say someone looks nice it's like you look really nice well thank you but when you say when you look you look really attractive today that has more of a i didn't i did not go to go up to these women and go hey baby nice look <laughs> no you're looking that's hot not what today you said. you said you look attractive today and was, what's wrong and with that's that? not what i told you to say well she got mad at me the one woman got mad at me because like, okay. you said the wrong thing. Oh God, that's my life. You know, I say the wrong thing to everybody. Everybody, that's just that's <laughs> to every woman. That's yes, just, you do. That's just part of what. No, I mean it's it, it's like and see, I don't get that. And I know it's the whole goofy. If you work for a corporation, you've taken the stupid you know classes where now don't ever say this and you know and like for example, I have a friend of mine who told me that he went through this corporate training and the corporate trainer. This is pretty much word for word. The corporate trainer said. The guy is not supposed to say because this is this is what the corporate trainer said. If a woman if a woman is approached by a man, and the man says, "Wow, you look great in that dress," what he's really saying is, "You'd look even better out of that dress." I'm going like, "What?" Who said that? This corporate trainer did. Oh, she's she's wrong. No, it was a guy. The corporate trainer said that when if you said to he was making examples of this. If you said to like once again, if you said to a woman, "Wow, you look great in that dress," what the man is really essentially what he was saying. The man says one thing, "Wow, you look great in that dress," and the woman hears, "You look great out of that dress." Get what I'm saying? The idea being is the guy is making a compliment that you you know, your dress looks nice, you look great in that dress, and the woman's taking it. Well, he's he wants he's it's sexual. He wants me out of my dress, right? Um, 
that's kind of deep for me so early in the morning. Well, but, that's... but what I do say is that if you would have said what I told you to say, instead of saying what you paraphrasing, <sighs> you would have gotten a different result. Okay, whatever. Okay. You know, I'm, I have to look where I'm at here on the computer. I think I'm lost. Okay, we have to take a break. We're way behind. Uh... Oh, he's pouting, everyone. <laughs> he's pouting. Oh, it's 6.56. It's BS in the Morning. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Uh, we're finishing up our first week on uh, the Trimalcast, three stations now, Westplex 107.1, which we've been on. Um, we started this show two years ago yesterday, July 1st of 2019. God, it seemed like it's been that long ago or that quick ago. It's it's just been flown by because it's been so much fun. <laughs> yeah, for you. For me, it's torture. It's... <laughs> Okay, so bite me. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're now on three stations, and Shelly got the letter uh, from a listener. What was his name, John? Joe. Joe. Joe, appreciate you listening. And his complaint was he doesn't know what time we go on the air. He says, what is hit or miss? And once again, it, yes. has, it has been hit or miss this week. We're supposed to start it at has. 6, but I have to physically pull Shelly out of bed at like 6 o'clock. Shelly, we go on the air. Come on. Oh, yeah, First okay. of all, that's a big fat lie. <laughs> I'm the one that's up and calling him. Thank you so much. Not the case. Uh, Cape Cone, go ahead. Okay. Oh, no. No, that's okay. I'm done. <laughs> okay, you're done. Okay. Now, I will tell you that Shelly used to work for the FAA. Matter of fact, when you land to take off at, at Lambert, still to this day, thank Shelly because she fixed the avionics. She fixed the ILS system, the... What all the you know you worked on the glide slope all that kind of good stuff right you worked yeah did you work localizer, on localizer glide slope markers Pappy Vassy you, you worked on communications the, did they did did they got rid of all the Vassy lights out at out at uh, Lambert it's all Pappy lights now isn't it I don't know the answer to that question okay so I called Shelly the other day because me being a farmer this is so weird did you follow up with that I did and this is the story I called Shelly the other day because of the fact that I'm an ex pilot. I never was a very good helicopter pilot. I tried. I did my best, and I got, I don't know, had hundreds of hours of flying helicopters. But, you know, once again, it's, it's, I haven't flown. Matter of fact, I, I haven't actually flown since 1994. The last time I flew a helicopter was with Alan Barkley. He took me up one morning, and he let me fly. And I flew last year, not that I was in control. I was in the backseat of the St. Louis County helicopter, which was a lot of fun. But anyway, I'm still an aviation freak, and I notice things that other people don't notice. Because once you become, it's like anything, you know, once you become like a fireman, you notice, oh, wow, look at that Pierce pumper they've got. It's got the, the dual Dumaflachie on it. And you know, you know what I mean? You know, say people get nerded out about stuff like that. So the other day, I'm at an area where I never, ever, ever, ever see a plane because it's near the airport and the, air, the planes just don't fly over this particular area. And all of a sudden, I hear over my head a jet. I'm going like, man, that guy is close. What's he doing here? I look up, and it's a big old monstrous jet about a. And this is this is south. This is along 170. It's a big old monstrous jet, four engine jet. And since it was literally right over my head, I could not make out what it was. I think it was either a 707 or a 747. Okay, and he was flying at a low altitude, probably about a thousand feet above ground level, and he was. He was flying north along 170. And any of you who live in that area or work in that area, 
you never see jets along 170 until you get up right by the airport and you see them landing and taking off, right? You know, because the air, the the runways, you know, are right at the end of, uh, you know, the ends of the runways, the beginning of the runways, whichever one you want to call it, especially one, two, and three zero left and right, are right there at 170. Matter of fact, when you're there north of 70, the you know the the the, the lights are right there. Okay, so I see this jet above my head, and about three or four minutes later, it comes back. And it goes right over my head. Again, the same jet. And about three or four minutes later, again, the jet's over my head. And I'm thinking to myself, this guy is doing orbits. He's essentially, they got him just flying around, you know, doing left-hand orbits around the airport because he was apparently going from east to west. So Shelly, being the former FAA person, I call up Shelly. I go, Shelly, do you still know anybody at FAA? Well, yeah, a couple people. I go, I explained it to him. And you said, oh, I don't know who you'd call. He says, call the tower. That's what you told me to do, right? Yes. So I go online and I get a phone number. First number on Google says it's the tower. I get voicemail. Second number rings and rings and rings and rings and rings and rings. The third number, actually a lady answers. And I said to her, I said, look, this is sort of weird. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm south of the airport. I never see jets over. I said, I was just curious what's going on. And I said, could I talk to one of the controllers and just for my own curiosity, find out if it was like, like some kind of a, you know, uh, you know, an emergency landing or, you know, if, if you know the story that, that when jets take off and if they immediately have a problem, um, they a lot of times have to dump fuel because when they take off, they weigh too much to land again. They're overweight for landing. And you know, people go, well, how can they be overweight for landing? Well, think about it. When they take off, if they're flying from like Los Angeles to California or to, to New York, they're going to burn off all that fuel. So by the time they land in New York, they're going to be below their maximum landing weight because they burnt off the fuel. But if you take off and you got full tanks and all of a sudden you have to land again, you're overweight. So I'm thinking maybe he's dumping fuel. So the lady says, and she says, explain that to me again. I go, I just would like to talk to a controller and I explain it to her. So she gives me a number. I dialed the number. You know what the number was? What? The com- the noise complaint hotline. <laughs> okay. It was it was this number. Hi, thanks for calling the Lambert, the St. Louis International Lambert Airfield noise complaint line. If you have a complaint about noise at Lambert, please give us the time, the date, and your location, and explain to us in detail what you thought was the offensive noise. Okay, fine, whatever. So I gave up. So I never did find out what was going on with that plane. And once again, you have FAA people, thanks for answering the phone. <laughs> so you never did find out? No, I never did find out. And, you know, and once again, there was a time when you could call the tower and someone would answer the phone. You know, I mean, they're not doing anything anymore because there's nobody that lands or takes off at Lambert anymore. You know, I mean, you know, they, you know, do you ever. That's not why they're not answering the phone. They usually got, get the administrative offices. Do you, do you know that at the, I've been, I, I don't know if I shouldn't tell you this, but I do have a friend of mine that is an FAA air, air traffic controller. And he recently took me up to the tower and they have a whiteboard up there. This is how they schedule the arrivals now. They have a whiteboard. True. They have a whiteboard on the wall. They have a whiteboard, and they have one of those little dry erase markers, and and it's like it's like it's got twenty four different slots. And I go, "What's this?" And he go, "Well, that's each hour." And I go, "He says we've got it down to we we've set it up so we only allow one landing and one takeoff an hour." He says, "Otherwise, it's too busy." I go, "Really?" 
Yeah, he says only one landing. He says, you know, Lambert, when there was a time we used to have like, you know, two landings every five minutes. Now we have one landing and one takeoff every hour. I go, what about that new runway? Oh, we don't use that new runway. Matter of fact, uh, don't tell anybody, but we park our cars out there in the runway. You know, the FAA employees, we park our cars out there because nobody ever lands in that runway. I go, wow, our tax dollars at work. Okay, so everything that this man said <laughs> was total BS. So no, for the past... No, it wasn't. It was, that was a true story. Seven minutes, it was total a tr- BS. It was a true story. Okay, okay, here's my next thing. That, 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 the, the, the plane story was true, but everything after that... And up to that was was a lie. They got the whiteboard, and the interesting thing was the the guy told oh. me the FAA control controller told me he says look over here he says we get so bored and they had a big table there was a monopoly game they were playing there was a checkers game there was a chess game he says we only do like we only you know hey you know, TWA you know 5203 you're cleared to land on one two left okay we're done let's go back to the monopoly game and they go play monopoly for another 55 minutes till the next yeah but comes. it's in a completely different part of the tower <laughs> no it's up there in the top okay so the other the other day i get this email which was really funny. I get this email that's talking about, hey, if you have a business, you should be considering these different types of domains, okay? And it's called a TLD. A TLD is a top-level de- domain. A .com is a top-level dot domain. A .net, all those are what they call top-level domains. And right. this email was instructional, and it was telling you, these are the type of the, the domains you should be considering for your business. And it talked about industry or keyword and it says like dot agency dot yoga dot finance an industry domain sets you apart from the competition blah 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 and then the second one says regional domains and they go con- con- connect with your community with and reach local markets dot us dot ca dot eu dot de dot es and then it says defensive domains okay i'm going defensive domains what's a defensive domain mm-hmm. and it says you ready for this and i'm not making this up mm. Don't let a competitor grab your brand dot sucks. Secure these to use as a dedicated feedback site or redirect to your customer service page. Do you know what the defensive domains are? Um, dot sucks. Dot sucks. Dot gripe. Dot WTF. Dot fail. Dot exposed. Those are now legitimate domains and you can buy WTF them. WTF is... You know what WTF is. Okay, yes, so, I do. So I go on GoDaddy. Here's the interesting thing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, I, I can't believe that. So you can't, you can't buy .sucks on, on uh, GoDaddy. You have to go to a special site to buy it. And the cheapest .sucks, because I'm going like, okay, I'm going to get Shelly.sucks. You know, I'm going to get... I'm gonna <laughs> oh, get, are you I'm serious? Gonna get, I'm going to get Brad.sucks, KSLQ.sucks, you know, Westplex1071.sucks, you know, BS the Morning.sucks. okay? Every one of them is at least 199 bucks. There's nothing on there for like five bucks. Or, you know, you can buy you can buy .website, .online, like in GoDaddy for like 99 cents, okay? So, yeah. So... I'm thinking to myself, why? I mean, first off, let's say if you were mad at some at some company, okay, you're gonna spend 199 bucks of your money to buy like company X dot sucks, you know? Are well, you, it's better than shooting him up. Well, I guess. Okay, so I go on and I looked at dot gripe. So I did find on GoDaddy, I did find that you can buy dot WTFs relatively inexpensively. So I bought Shelly dot WTF for you. 
I, I don't know what to say. Thank you. Matter of fact, and if you don't believe me right now, if you go check it, and listeners out there, if you go to Shelly.WTF, I forwarded to the BSInTheMorning.show website. If you go to Shelly.WTF, it'll take you to our morning website. Are you doing it right now? You don't mm-hmm. believe you don't believe me, do you? You think I'm kidding, don't you? You think I'm kidding that I bought Shelly.WTF. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I did, didn't I? <laughs> Where did it take you? It took me to BS in the morning. Uh Shelly. That show. I, I wanted to I wanted to you know, this this is our two year anniversary presence. For you being on the air with me for two years. All the fun we've had, all the great times we had, which I think was, I mean, I think we went on the air July 1st, 2019, and all the fun we had and all the good times we had ended July 2nd, and it's been torture ever since. Uh, I just wanted to know how much I appreciate you, so I bought you that domain name. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> you even spelled my name right. Right. S H E L L E Y dot WTF. I should have said that before because Shelly has an e, extra E in her name. Shelly dot, dot WTF. And you know what? You know what the interesting what? thing is? It said that if you bought the .wtf uh, domain, that whoever you bought it for, their dog would bark. Uh, can you believe that? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Your dog is barking. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, so, so I think maybe we put up a website because, you know, I just forwarded to the BS in the morning. Let's put up a website for like Shelly.wtf. And I can put all my videos on there. The video that I took of you the other day, which you won't allow me to put on. Right? Is, have you changed your mind on that one? No, I have not. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, what if I put it up? Would you be mad at me? Yes. Okay. I won't do it then. Okay. I'm just going to do it anyway. I wouldn't do that. doesn't matter what I think. I'm not that kind of a guy. I'm not that kind of a guy. Okay. But check out. So from now on, you know, instead of saying BS in the morning dot show, we say, hey, you want to find out? About our morning show, it's Shelly with with two e's s h e l l e y dot w t f. That's our morning show. I cannot believe that you <laughs> bought that domain. Well, I can't. I did it as a favor because remember the, the and, and by the way the BS in the morning website looks fabulous. Well, I've been working on it. You know. Oh I, my gosh! I yes, like, I like that thing on there. That talks about women. You like? I do. I like it. I like it quite well. Yeah, because you know, once again, Shelley has this saying. What's the saying? The hand that rocks the cradle gets slapped in the face, or what? <laughs> the what hand is, that rocks the cradle rules the world. That's the because I I say my f- saying is whatever a man can do, woman can do better. And you know what? I am not the only person that says that because the smartest man in the world, the most powerful man in the world, he knows because he knows that. There's not a single thing a man can do that a woman can't do as well or better. Not a single thing. See? He, you know, Joe and I are in sync on that. I mean, he, him, and are. I, him and I are joined at the hip on that. And ladies, I do believe that. You know, when, when you know, no matter what, man can do it better. Man can do it better. I mean, excuse me, a woman can do it better. Men are, we are the inferior, of course, we can't say it anymore because now there's, you know, you can't say where there's two sexes, where there's like 42 sexes, sexes and 65 different genders and stuff like that, right? So, <laughs> okay, one last thing before we move on. I thought What's this, that? I thought this was interesting. You know who Delilah is? I do. I can't, I can't listen to her because it's, Hi. Too sappy, let but me, go on. Let me give you my Delilah. Hi, I'm Delilah, and this is my radio show. And you know what? 
I've always got a smile on my face, and I'm just such a, na- a nice lady, and I love all my listeners, and I play all this music at night, and I want you to just relax, and I want to tell you nice things. Imagine when you're listening to me, you're walking in a field of daisies. Oh, because I'm Delilah. Okay, the microphone goes off. You jerk! What you didn't you didn't tell me we had that commercial to play. Wait, what the hell's going on? You know, okay, we're oh we're we going back on the air. Hi, I'm Delilah. Ever I tell you I met her once? No, huh? but is she really like that? <laughs> well, there's some interesting stories about her that I think she's had order of uh, orders of protection issued against her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there's some weird. There's some, no, seriously, there's some weird stories about her, and I'll see if I can find one. But here's what's interesting: I saw this yesterday. Delilah has purchased the AM station where she where her career began. Her company announced that the syndicated radio host acquired KDUN in Reedsport, Oregon, the non-directional station, which is licensed at 10:30 kilohertz for 50 kilowatt daytime and 630 watts nighttime had been owned by Post Rock Communications, term was not disclosed. According to the FCC records, KDUN has been silent since December for technical reasons. It received special temporary authority to remain silent early this month through the commission, blah, 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 blah. The transmitter is still housed, and this is, this is her quoting. The transmitter is still housed in the same small wooden structure that is literally in the middle of a cow pasture on the banks of the Smith River. Uh, Delilah is feverishly working to restore the site in order to be able to again be heard on KDUN. Now, here's the interesting thing. Her company, you know, she's so big that she doesn't talk about this. One of these days, my company will speak for me. I won't be able to, well, you know, this is, you know, when I've gone in the air, I won't even be in the air in the morning anymore. When I get really big, my company will be here. Her company related the story that when young Delilah Renee was in middle school, she won a speech contest that was judged in part by Jerome and Steve Kennedy, brothers who own the local radio station. The contest winners were invited to the studios. This is a quote. The first time she was in the studio, Delilah says she felt at home and her passion for radio was born. She eventually took a job there before moving on to de- become a DJ and later a syndicated host. It's said she hopes to help cultivate local young talent who have a passion for communicating, but that for now, getting the station upgraded and her dog in so he wouldn't bark on the air and updated is on her first agenda. The company said that other radio professionals, including Smokey Rivers, Gary Nolan, Chris Mays, and Jim Ryan, have stepped up to the plate in this endeavor to help. She was inducted at NAB's Broadcasting Hall of Fame in 2017. Smokey Rivers. Smokey Rivers used to work here in St. Louis. Smokey Rivers was the king of corporate speak. The king of what? Corporate speak. Corporate speech? Corporate speak. Okay, tell me what that means. uh, If you had a conversation with Smokey Rivers, you know, if you said, uh, hey, Smokey, uh, what do you think I should be doing... you know, on my show tomorrow, Smokey would say, well, I think that you should, uh, you know, consider your talent level and, uh, you know, use the tools that you have available to you to uh, perform the best possible communications platform that would be available to you on an on a person to person basis in an, on an enterprise level. Get what I mean by corporate speak? I do. He couldn't just say, hey, have a good show and communicate with people. You know, he had to give yes. like, you know, you know, and, he, and you know, you'd say like, hey, Smokey, do you think I could do mornings? Well, I don't know if you have the tool set to be able to attain such a position on, in our in our environment. You know, he could have just said, I don't I don't think you're, you're heavy enough to be on the morning show. You know, he could say stuff like that. But he was always corporate speak. And you know what? You know, what his real name is 
uh, John Smith? Fred Flanzer. Of course it is. <laughs> I like Smoky Rivers better. Smoky Rivers. Fred Flanzer. Yeah. And, you know, he was a nice guy, but he was just so, you know, do you know ever know anybody who's he was like. so Bob Ross. Well, there's so much into the corporate thing, you know. Yeah, well, we had we had a we had a meeting. We don't know we had, we didn't have a meeting. We had a confab, and at the confab, we discussed priorities to take our 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 operation to the next level, which is beyond the level we're at right now. Because we really really want to be the you know the icon of of the paradigm. You know, like okay, what the hell did you just say? <laughs> yeah, I got none of that. <laughs> right? It's like, what was that? Would you decode that for me and speak English? It's seven. Funny. It's seven twenty-seven. Westplex one hundred seven point one. It is BS in the morning. I shouldn't say Westplex. I should say BS in the morning. And we are on KSOQ and Westplex one hundred seven point one. Two radio stations. I am Shelly. She's Brad. Our web address is Shelly. That's H S H E L L E Y dot W T F. I can't believe that you bought that. And the reason I know that he bought that and he's not BSing me is because I went on <laughs> Shelly.WTF and it goes directly to BSInTheMorning.show. You thought I was kidding. Shelly. I did think you were kidding. S-H-E-L-L-E. Thank you for the present, Brad. No problem. Shelly. S-H-E-L-L-E-Y.WTF. Okay. Okay. I did my research on, on Delilah. We talked about her buying KDUN. And, you know, I, 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 I shouldn't make fun of her. Um, and I'm not making fun of her because what's sort of sad about it is if you know the Delilah show, people call up, oh, Delilah, I've had such a tough life. And then she comes on and she goes, well, I'm going to make it all better because I'm going to play Justin Timberlake for you. Sexy back. Oh, no, I don't play that kind of music. I'm going to play some sappy song from Justin Timberlake to make it all better. Okay. By the time yes, she was. that's exactly how she talks, too. By the time she was 28, she'd been married three times. Her first husband, here, I'll read you this. Um, what difference does it make how many times these people have been married, Brad? Well, because once again, see, but but see, see, she's a perfect example of what I find fascinating about human nature. Some people, after they stub their toe, their life is over. You know, like let's say, that's it, let's say a, a, a guy couldn't get a date to the senior prom. And like his life is dead. Oh, I couldn't get a date to see you prom. My life is ruined. I'm just going to go live in the woods somewhere in an old beat up pickup truck. You know, I mean, and some people, the more they get kicked, the more they get up and the more they try harder. Okay. And that's you. Those are my kind of people. The kind of people that get their teeth knocked down their throat and show up the next day and get dentures and go back at it again. Get what I'm saying? Yep. Okay. So anyway. Uh, let me go with this. Uh, da, 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 da. This was a this was a People uh, magazine uh, article, October 9th, twenty seventeen. This is about Delilah, and uh, da, 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 da. let me go down and read this. Okay, Delilah's personal life has been filled with challenges. She married her first husband when she was only twenty two, just after a meeting, just a year after meeting. Quote: My first char- my first husband was charming, funny, handsome, hardworking, and a complete alcoholic and womanizer. We met and when I was 21, married at 22, pregnant at 23, a mom at 24, separated at 25, and divorced before I turned 26. That's when he left me in our, with our son and his two children from a previous marriage. Following the separation, Delilah didn't have parents to turn to, so she claims she dis- disowned her. Uh, they disowned her for marrying um, because she married a black guy. It says right here. It's they they claim she, they, they they disowned her because the first guy she married was an African American man. A couple years later, she entered another marriage that would ultimately fall apart. I jumped out of the frying pan in the fire, and at 28, I was married for less than two months to a man who turned out to be a cocaine and a heroin user. Okay, okay. Here's what's interesting. Guess how many kids she has. Seven. Thirteen. 
Biologically? 13. 10, three biological and 10 adopted. Oh. Well, so is that is that uh, is the adopted the ones from the men that she married? No, I don't think so. Um, and and what's sad about it is she's lost two of her kids. One of her sons uh, was twenty or, or died uh, March of twenty twelve from complication from sickle sickle cell anemia, and then one of her other sons, I believe this was her one of her biological sons, committed suicide back in um, in twenty. I think believe this is twenty twenty seventeen. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what to say about that. Once again, I mean, he, and see, I made fun of her, but and and actually, what's sort of interesting about it is, there's a lot of people in this in our industry that when you hear me on the air, hi, I'm I'm Joe Radio Guy, and I got that smile on my face because the microphone's on, and I'm the nicest guy in the world. Yes, I'm nice guy. You know, if you're on the street and you had a flat tire. I'd get down to my knees and I'd blow into that Schrader valve and I'd blow your tire up. You know, and if you were on a highway and your engine blew out in your car, I'd get out and I got my tools in the back. I got my cherry picker and the tools in the back of my car. I'd get out. I'd put a new engine in your car for you. I'm that kind of guy. Yeah, because I'm on the radio and I'm a nice guy. Okay, let me turn the microphone off. You people all suck. You're all a bunch of jerks. I can't believe I have to come to work. The boss is a butthead. I hate this place. The speakers don't work right. The microphone sucks. Okay, all the back on the air. Hi. I'm Joe Radio Guy. I'm the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, I really am a nice guy. Get what I'm saying? I do. That was Guy Phillips. And you've done that twice, so that must mean you really mean it. <laughs> that was Guy Phillips. <laughs> oh, that was Guy Phillips. Yeah. That wasn't Delilah. He was like, well, no, he was on the air. He was like, Mr. Hey, I'm Guy Phillips. I'm the nice so guy. That's like um, Ellen. <laughs> yes, sort of like Ellen. She comes across as, as this cuddly woman. Or, I don't know if you can call her a woman. Can you call her a woman? Is she, is she said that's okay? She comes across as this cuddly person. Let's call her. I don't know if you call her a person. You know how it's. You we can't. You can't. You you have to be careful what you call people nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Yes, she, you do. She comes across as this cuddly humanoid, uh, and it's behind the scenes she's like hell on wheels. You know, like whatever. You know, right, right. That's. You know, I talked to one of my old radio buddies who, for a short period of time, worked at Y98, and and he worked with Guy Phillips, and he quit. Because he couldn't handle it. Because, because, matter of fact, I tell you, Guy Phillips' story. There was, if you came out of the old air studio when we we're down at 111 South Beamston, which is now the county jail where our studios used to be. Literally, I used to work at the county jail. wasn't there yet, but the building that we we're in got demolished, so they built the county jail. 111 South Beamston. There was this wall. You came out of the air studio, and if you came out, and there was a, about 10 feet, and there was a wall. You know, in other words, you walk out of the studio and 10 feet in front of you is a wall. Get what I'm saying? Yes. And on three separate occasions, he would come out of the air studio so mad about something that happened on the air, and he would throw his headphones at the wall. He'd pull, unplug his headphones and take his headphones out in the wall and throw them at the wall. And the one time he did it, part of the headphones, and it would destroy the headphones. The headphones would literally explode. There'd be plastic pieces everywhere. Part of the headphone got embedded in in the drywall and nobody took it out <laughs> it was like really it was like that for like two months and it was like and the walls were painting like this deep the studios were sort of cool at the time the, the walls were painted a very dark color it's almost like like almost like a chocolate kind of color it was like you know they had a designer come in and, and do the you know studio and all you know 
all weird carpet and strange lights and you know it was sort of, it was sort of, sort of like that 70s 80s look at the time and he, so in other words when he'd throw his stuff at the wall pieces of the drywall would rip off and it was really evident you could see like where it hit you know because you know what i'm saying like the 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 chocolate paint was gone and there were spots where like it had things that embedded into the wall and and if it didn't embed into the wall so the, the funny part of it was <laughs> the running joke was that that the company that made the headphones which by the way has been in the news because of the fact it's one of the meme companies cost headphones koss that was one of the the reddit companies that, that, that you know the cost headphone stock was like at a buck 50 and all of a sudden everybody said hey buy this buy this stock and all of a sudden the stock went to like a hundred and uh, anyway the running joke was that our studios were the testing grounds for cost he- headphones because of the fact that they, for what the testing grounds for cost headphones that the running joke was oh, that's funny. that cost would send guy phillips head you know, headphones and he would try to destroy them and then they would come in and they would forensically look at how he destroyed the headphones and they tried to make them better <laughs> because you know he was destroying all the headphones so that was guy anyway the guy i met who shall remain nameless told me the story that one time guy threw a chair at him okay and, and he essentially said i'm not working here anymore <laughs> Did it stay in the wall? No, no, no. But he threw a chair at him and he missed him. Oh. He Yeah, he was in the studio and he was like coming on. I think I remember if he was coming on after Guy or was on the air before Guy or something like that. And Guy had one of his temper tantrums and picked up a chair and threw it across the room and missed this guy. I don't think he was aiming at him. He just got mad. Somebody had it on the air, picked up a chair, threw it across the room. That was Guy. And I had the discussion with somebody earlier this week. I said 90, 90% of the people in the radio business who get fired. It's never because anything they do on the air is because they are intolerable to work with. Like J.C. Corcoran. Now, well, you usually say it's because of something they've done off the air. But that's the point. They're intolerable to work with because it's not anything they do on the air. It's all the weird crap they do off the air. Oh, I thought you meant like outside of the facility. Well, no. You not, meant in between breaks. I'm talking about they're insufferable to work with. You know, could the ego... Kind of like you. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, most radio studios are small. You know, typical radio studios, studios like 12 by 12, like 10 by 20, something like that. Small studios, right? I used to have a dog that would bark when I was on the air. And I used to have a boss who would say when somebody, when it was time for somebody's, somebody to leave the station, their show got too big for the room. Get what I'm saying? Yes. In other words, they were in a small little studio, and all of a sudden they thought they were like at Bush Stadium because the ego took control of them, and they've decided like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a big important person. You know, I'm, I mean, like, and it was really funny. One of my bosses used to always use this as an analogy. He put people in his place, and, you know, radio people, and he would say, you could be the number one DJ in Los Angeles, and 97% of L.A. residents have no idea who you are. And the idea being there are so many radio stations, especially in L.A., there's so many radio stations. The number one, the number two, and the number three radio stations may be like point-tenth of a point apart from each other as far as the rating is concerned. But yet, you know, this station has a point four, has a 4.0 share, and this station has a 3.0 share. And the idea being that if you had like a four share in Los Angeles, which means that you have 4% of the people in Los Angeles listen to you, and 96% of the people don't. So that was always his, his line he would use to people who, once again, their show got too big for the room. And 
you know, unfortunately, I, you know, like, in, I, I, and I don't, and, and it's interesting because when I was talking to this radio friend of mine who I hadn't talked to, like, for probably 20 years, and um, the name J.C. Corcoran came up, and he said the exact same thing I did. The hardest working, most creative guy we've ever worked with. Hard working son of a gun. Works seven days a week, works his butt off, but he just drives everybody Fruit Loops. You can't be around the guy because the guy is intense. I mean, he'll go off on, you know, I, I, I went to the coffee maker and, and, and the coffee didn't quite taste quite right. And I don't know if I can do my show because the coffee isn't right. You know, stuff like that. It's sort of like, you know, when you hear the rock stars. He's a diva. Well, well, it's, well it's sort of like the rock stars. You hear these contracts. Like, remember what was the one that you had to have nothing but brown M&Ms? You couldn't have. You could remember that was in one of the contracts. Mm-hmm. You could only have brown M&Ms. I thought it was all green M&Ms. Or green M&Ms or something like that. Somebody, you know, some poor PA production assistant or intern had to go through the bags of M&Ms and pick out, you know, all the green ones and, and put it, you know, put it in a bowl for this diva rock star. Same way in a radio business. I, I was that way. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I, I have to be honest with you. Back in the day when I had that super ego, I would not eat a bagel unless I had a hole in the middle. It's six, 744. <laughs> you don't believe me, do you? <laughs> I do believe you. It's 744. Westplex 107.1 and KSLQ, both stations are together right now. BS in the morning dot show. Uh, matter of fact, um, Actually, our new web address is Shelley.WTF. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y.WTF. That's the new address for the website. And I can't believe that that's actually a <laughs> web address. How about dot sucks? <laughs> I could, yeah. For, for a hundred ninety. Oh, I know two of those I could put up for them. For one hundred ninety-nine bucks, it could have been Shelley dot sucks, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's a good thing. Thank you for not doing that, Brad. Just think about that. If you got, if you don't like somebody, you buy the dot sucks domain. You know, if you. I know. I already have two. <laughs> you bought them already. No. S- some of them are more expensive it's than. It's not that. worth a hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. They're one hundred ninety nine dollars a piece. That was those are the cheap ones. If you we're talking about the oh, domain no. names, I get this thing in the mail the other day that talked about, hey, you know, these all these kinds of domains you can buy business domains like like dot yoga dot you know dot whatever you can buy you know area names like dot ca or canada or you can buy defensive domains and it lists what did i say that well, let me look it up what were the defensive domains again they were sucks they were uh sucks wtf dot gripe dot wtf dot fail dot exposed let me look at that one let me see if i can go to GoDaddy. let me see uh, let me just go, Daddy. Uh, no, that's not where I wanted to go. Hold on a minute. Let me go look at this real quick. Go, Daddy. There it is. Okay, so let's do Shelly.exposed. That would be a good one if you like a porn star. Shelly.exposed. Uh-huh. Let's see if Shelly.exposed. Which I'm not. Thank you. It's only twenty seven ninety nine. It's available. Shelly dot exposed. Okay. Oh, so the ones that you wanted were higher because they're be more. Well, some of them you can't you can't get dot sucks and GoDaddy. You have to go to another website. Oh, um, okay. And so, like, what's the other one? Shelly dot gripe. Let's see if that one's available. Let's see if I find Shelly dot gripe. Come on, go ahead. Search domains. Uh, that one's available for forty two dollars and ninety nine cents. Uh, let's see, what was the other one? Shelly.fail, was that the other one? S-H-E-L-L-E-Y dot F-A-I-L. That one is available. Um, yeah, Shelly.fail is available for $42.99. 
See all Yeah, the, there's a reason for that. See the money I invested in you, Shelly.WTF. <laughs> you did invest some money in me, Brad. Thank you for that. I feel like part of the team. Oh, you are part of the team. You're the WTF part of the team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the W or the T or the F, one of the three. <laughs> right. You're you're right up there. You're right up there. Okay, we talked. I'm, I'm clicking on. Okay, last thing I'll talk about. And once again, I'm not a pet hater. It's just that I don't quite understand what happens to people with pets, and like Shelly's a perfect example of that. Uh, but once again, I was in Cabela's earlier this week, okay? And, I, I, and you, know, you know why I love to go to Cabela's? I love to go to Cabela's to look at the sign that says, sorry, no ammunition. It's right on the door. <laughs> you walk in the door and it says, right, you know, the, there's a sign, no handgun ammunition. And they've got rifle ammunition for like weird rifle calibers. But there's no, there's no ammunition. There hasn't been any ammunition on a shelf in a long time. And they have like two or three guns left that they haven't sold. Okay. So I go in and right as I'm walking up to the door from the left side of the parking lot, a guy with a big old monster's dog on a leash is walking up to the door. And on the right side of the door, a woman with a big old monster dog on a leash is walking up to the door. So they're walking up at like 45 degree angles to the door. So they're like, like they're 90 degrees angle. You know what I'm saying? Like one's walking from the right, left side, one's right. on the right side. And they're meeting at the door. And guess what happens? They stopped. The two dogs go at it. And I'm oh, going like, really? I'm going like, okay, I'm tired of this. And as you go, and these dogs, you know, and they're, you know, they're, blah, 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 and they're like, you know, clawing at each other. And these are big monster dogs. These are not like little foo-foo, poo-poo, you know, poo-poo poodles or something like that. They're like going at each other, you know, like that kind of stuff. And the one, and the guy says, why don't you go ahead of me and get in front of me so our dogs aren't close? So she opens the door and she goes in and, 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 and he walks in behind her, like 30 feet behind her. So as you go into Cabela's, they got a guy sitting right here. He welcomes you. Hey, welcome to Cabela's. And as I walked by and I looked at him, I said, can I make a suggestion? And he looks at me, he goes, yeah, go ahead. I said, keep the stupid dogs out of this place. And he sort of looks at me like, did you say that? I did, exactly. He saw the whole thing. He saw it happen. You know, I'm thinking to myself, if I as a store owner, the liability of that, I mean, like I told you the goofy story that's happened to me in Lowe's in Washmo about about a month or so ago. Two people in there and one lady, you know, she probably weighed 90 pounds and her dog weighed 100 pounds. And they came, you know, they ended up, she went down one aisle, he came down another aisle and they came together like in an end cap and the dogs are like gnawing each other, you know, know, trying to kill each other. And she's like holding on for dear life. Oh, I can't hold, get your dog away. And I'm going like, keep the damn dogs out of the store. Did you, know, you intervene and help her wrangle her dog? Are you kidding me? No way. No, I'm not. I'm no, serious. I'm not going to help her wrangle her dog. You know, I mean, if, 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 if she's got that big of a dog, she should be able to handle it. You know what I'm saying? And once again, I'm not anti-pet, but, you know, it's to the point where it's crap like this that makes me want to go find like an alligator or something like that and go to Lowe's. Hey, that's my pet alligator. You mean I can't? I, uh, well, these people come here with their dogs. Why can't I come here with my alligator or like, or like my pet cow? You know, yeah, that's that's Bessie. You know, why can't I bring Bessie in here? She won't hurt anybody. No, she only weighs two thousand pounds. She's not gonna hurt our like my you know like you know Millie my mule. I'm gonna bring my mule in there. I can't go anywhere without my mule. I can't go to Lowe's without my mule. I can't go to Cabela's. And we without... have happy cows. Oh God, I just I don't get it. People, I get that you love your pets. Leave them at home, okay? I feel much better now. <laughs> Do you? Do you feel better? I do. I feel much better. I don't. Good. I, I, Shelly, I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't get it. 
And I've told the story before. It's not for you for you to get. Remember, remember the story. I and I, I know I keep harping back on this. That guy in South County. It's probably been five, six, seven years ago. The guy was some weirdo. He beat his dog to death with a, with, with a hammer. I mean, terrible thing. He got mad at his dog, got a hammer out. It was, you know, it was on a leash or it was like tied down in the backyard. And he hit it with a hammer and then beat it to death. Killed his dog, okay? People picketed that guy's house. They showed him, he should be put to death. And yet, you know, down the street, some guy beats up his infant daughter and nobody says anything. And it's like, okay, so a dog is more important than a human. How many times do you open up the paper and read about some dude who shook his baby to death or, you know, or some woman who, you know, you know, kills her kids and then shoots herself and you know i mean all this weird kind of, and nobody uh, that's just life but yet if that were you know if a guy shot his dog and then killed himself oh my god it's terrible he shot his dog yeah but he committed suicide well but he shot his dog first that's terrible get what i'm saying i do <laughs> so we're almost done for the day and we have to early hurry up and say angie harness with uh, angie harness consulting powered by keller williams chesterfield thank you uh sponsor steve Excuse me, Scott Ellinger with the Brassville Steakhouse, Jeff Lang with Jeff Lang Insurance, uh, powered by AmFam, and Caleb Hunter with Salt River Automotive. And you know, if you're listening to this to this broadcast on KSLQ or Westplex 107.1, you're more than welcome to sit there and be on our sponsor role. And how you can do that, you can contact me or Brad, and we can make that happen. Or just go to bssponsor.com. bssponsor.com. It'll take you right there. Or you could do that. Or you can go to shelly.wtf. <laughs> you don't have to go to that. Go to bssponsor.com. 758. Have a good weekend. Have a great weekend, everybody. Peace.